I'm always down for that. Uh, welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. Had a good day today for a day off. How was yours? Nice. Oh, not too shabby. Today I had yesterday off as well because my pooch got his nuts taken. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. His uh, his poor little ball bag is empty. Oh, it's it's not like I didn't realize because I hadn't had a dog in so long. Um, <clears throat> Unlike a vasectomy <laughs> where you get to keep your nuts um, for a dog, they don't. They literally take their testicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sucky. Like his little ball bags empty. And they cut it, they cut you it and then sewed it together. Nuts for it though, if you want to. No, I mean he doesn't need <laughs> them, but it, it is it just it was interesting. And and so he's uh he got it done Wednesday. Uh the kid stayed home Thursday and watched him and he was kind of out of it. Yesterday, kind of out of it, but better. And then today, which we're recording on a Saturday for Wednesday show. He's now has energy again, which mm. he's not supposed to be running. So I'm like, now it's like <clears throat> the next the next two weeks is going to be or week and something is going to be really hard. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I feel better now, but he's still mm-hmm. on he's still on drugs. Tomorrow's his first day with no drugs. Well, all right. So so we'll see how that goes. He may be like, oh, never mind. I'm not in a hurry to be running. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we start, check out our socials. Give us some ideas for shows, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, soon to be YouTube radio uh, or YouTube music. I don't know what it's called. Um, we'll be putting the video show once I convince you to do it, um, <laughs> which you is going to be just soon. You have to tell me we're doing it and then I know. I'll pay. Well, we're, we're, we're going to start doing it because I'm going to put it on Spotify and I'm going to put it on YouTube music so you can watch it and or listen. Um so uh, I asked you to do the show today and you were like, and I had an idea, which we're going to have to do another one. I well, think we could uh, do it. We could do either <clears throat> or. No, no, no. I think we should do the one that you want to do, because <laughs> I think it's very important that this information gets out to the public because most people don't. But we're going to do one on relationship red flags. Like, I think that's kind of an important one as well, because I think there's, <laughs> you know, before you get too deep, you need to look at red flags. Um, and speaking of red flags, because they kind of go hand in hand, um, red flag laws with guns, which we'll have to discuss during this, you wanted to talk guns, mm-hmm. um, and which is not how, like me to want to talk guns. Ever. No, no. Which I kind of raised an eyebrow. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hmm, that's odd. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're going to talk the difficulty of purchasing a firearm yeah. because you just went through that. I went today. And I think there's a very large misconception of that. It's very easy to purchase a firearm Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's really not. (laughs) I wish it was easy. That was a pain in the ass today. It's like buying a car. It it almost took as long because I did that mm-hmm. this month, too. So, yeah. yeah, that took about, um I'd say, what was it, like six and a half hours? But this took almost four. And I didn't even get now, to walk out with a gun like I got to walk out with my car. So. Correct. So yeah. 
But before we get into knee deep, and I'm just going to say, just based on what you told me, you actually purchased a gun for the first time. No. Correct? No. So, but you had to take, you had to retake the test. I took, I bought a gun years ago. Okay. That's why it it only lasts five years. Yeah. And you know, with Mm -hmm. COVID and everything I'd wanted to, I'd always wanted to get this type of gun and, um, Mm -hmm. We finally went looking today and bought one today and it was a pain in the ass. Like we went to the only store that sells guns in the Valley and Mm -hmm. we had to sit with our number for a couple hours. And then it took Mm -hmm. uh, almost a couple hours to just sign up, take a test, (laughs) pay for everything, you know, and you got to pay for it knowing that the government could say no to it. And then you're charged like close to four hundred dollars for for each gun you try to buy if you if they Correct. won't give you the permit, which I think is kind of bullshit. But you know, so be it. <laughs> Went through all that today. I so I yeah. So there's a lot I I realized for the first time because it had been so long since I I had mm. done it and did it on my own. So yeah, it was a it was kind of a I don't know. I got an education. Put it that way. <laughs> Yeah. So the first thing you do, uh, assuming that you haven't bought a firearm in quite a while, is you have to take a safety test. Yes. And they don't tell you you're taking any sort of test. And there's nothing that you could prepare for this test. It's just a common sense sort of thing. Yes. I mean, there is a way of doing it. If you know you're going in to do it, you can there's there's a handbook online. But yes, it's pretty much common sense. It's like, hey. You know, where, where do when, you point the firearm? <laughs> right. There was two. You know, I missed two questions. And one question that I was like back and forth was your your chances of suicide for anybody that, that lives in the house with a gun goes up from having a gun. And I thought, mm-hmm. how the hell is that even possible? Like, I'm not going to be <laughs> suicidal just because I have a gun. But the answer was true that it does raise your um, your chances of your somebody- likelihood. Yeah. Statistically speaking, correct. Yeah. And I'm going to guess that you missed the other one, which was being able to buy a rifle in the state of California. Is it 18 or 21? That was not the the one one that I know. I can't remember what the other one. one was. It was 21, correct? Yeah. But when I was younger... Uh-huh. <laughs> I was still thinking because before you could buy a rifle at 18 and you uh, had to buy a fi- uh, pistol at 21. But now they've changed the law in California. Pretty much in a lot of states, it's 21. There's a few throughout the country. You can be 18 and buy a rifle. Okay. But you still have to be 21 to buy a handgun. Yeah. So, yeah. So I missed two, which I I past and it was funny it was the two that i was apprehensive about it was the two that i didn't pick my first gut instinct so mm-hmm. going back to taking tests in high school i should have gone with my first answer and and yeah second guess it was kind of bullshit but anyway i was kind of that one kind of bothered me i don't know why because just because i have a gun in the house doesn't mean i'm i'm more likely to commit suicide Maybe no, murder. but I think no, maybe <laughs> kidding, so, kidding. well, I think the statistic is, is that someone in your house will. So yeah. if someone knew you had a firearm, assuming that it wasn't locked up, they may be more likely to use that or mm-hmm. you might be likely. 
you know, I mean, there's a lot of arguments that I, I think people who are suicidal will find a way either way. Yeah. You don't need a gun. <clears throat> no. I mean, ask, you know, a lot of people, Robin Williams, a bunch of other people, they, mm-hmm. you can hang yourself just as easy. Take pills. There's lots of different ways run to run out in the middle of the street there. right now. Cause it is busy today. Yeah. I mean, if you want to end yourself, it's not difficult. Mm-mm. So, so, so you get, you pass your test and after you pass your test, you go to sales. So yeah, I did the whole thing with the same person, but then mm-hmm. there was another thing. Like I don't live where my driver's license addresses anymore uh-huh. yes, so, that's a whole other thing yeah so then they're like well do you have any you know uh utility bills well no i moved back in with my dad he's had the same mm-hmm. utility bullshit forever and then then it was like well do you have anything like your all my licenses and stuff for work and everything they all go to my ex's address because mm-hmm. that's where i was at so mm-hmm. um i had to get a fishing license and put my real or my this address on my fishing license. And yep. then they had to take the fishing license and use that for the gun, which was kind of crazy. But whatever. As your as your form of identification. Correct. Yeah. As your proof that you're you. Where, yeah. And you're living at that address at this particular time. And the funny thing about that is whether I live at my ex's address or this address, like. I've been in the same two houses for the last like 45 years, one or the other. I've always gotten mail at both. That's that Mm -hmm. hasn't stopped it either. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of crazy that I could just say whatever address I wanted to on a on a driver's license or a a fishing license and then use that as my proof that I am who I am. But whatever it was, that was kind of bullshit, too. So that was an extra fifty four dollars for a year um, of. fishing license Mm -hmm. but yeah and then all the fees ten dollars for this twenty five dollars for that then the fees for the there were so many fees it was ridiculous Mm -hmm. they they get you coming and going oh yeah mostly in this state this state has a lot to do with it yeah um because i know people who live outside the state and it you know, there's not as many fees, first of all. That's good. Um, so, so you go from here and you go, now you're, did you already know what firearm you wanted? I had an idea. Okay. I had an idea. So, um, you, you got a handgun, correct? Yeah. I ended up going bigger on both of them. Cause I, okay. So here's the deal. I wanted to, <laughs> and I wanted to do it at the same time because I had to sit for like two and a half hours just to be able to talk to somebody in the store, because being mm-hmm. that it's only one store in the whole Valley that, um, you know, you had to get there. We got there like, I don't know, 20 minutes early and we were like 12 in line already before the doors even opened. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, screw this. I'm going to, there were two guns I wanted to purchase. I'm going to do them at the same time. I asked if I could do that. You can, if it's a rifle, you could actually buy multiple rifles in one day, but God Correct. forbid you buy two handguns. You cannot do that. So mm-hmm. I had to buy one handgun or make a deposit on one handgun. And then I have to wait 10 days before I either get it or they, they say I Denied. can't have it. Mm-hmm. Then I have to wait 30 days before I could try to get 
the second one, mm-hmm. which Correct. I could deposit, put a deposit on. It'll sit mm-hmm. there at the store with a lock on it, but mm-hmm. I can't even do anything with it for 30 days. I can't even try for 30 days. Correct. So, and then at the 30 day <laughs> mark, it takes another 10 for me to get it because Correct. you have to go through another background check, which mm-hmm. again is bullshit. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're getting a background check for one, why isn't it working for the other? And there's more Correct. fees because of the background check, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I was kind of surprised at how much of a pain in the ass it was to just, first of all, get one mm-hmm. and, and, totally impossible to get to within a month cycle so correct that was so what happens basically for you is you choose a firearm right. you they, they do the background check right there okay right so you passed a background check regardless because okay. they send it through a thing called the nick um so you, you have your nick check on you what it, what the 10 days is is it gives the government 10 days to look deeper into your background. Do and they if something? Ha- yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> Not, I don't know because I've, I've always been able to buy a firearm, but yes. So, and it gives a, a 10 day cool off period. So in right. the state of California, they think that if you're going to purchase a firearm to um, take someone's life, that that 10 days might be a cool off that when you get that, you have changed your mind. Uh. That's part of it. So you've already passed the background. The 10 days gives the government an extra 10 days that if something happens to pop up on your background, they can deny you, which they do for people all the time. And it gives you 10 days to cool off. So you're not going to take that firearm and end someone's life. Yeah. Okay. And then they ask you all these stupid questions like have uh, have you ever been convicted of a felony? I guess that's a, that's a basic one. Um, that's a basic are one. you buying one so someone could do harm to our country or or mm-hmm. do um political mm-hmm. um stuff with it? Was an are you buying it for somebody else? Um mm-hmm. you know, even like nationalities are you hispanic or non-hispanic was one question not Mm -hmm. not are what are you but are you this or that and then outside of that what are you so yeah that's the that's the one right after the are you hispanic or non-hispanic yeah 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 yeah. and then yeah then below that you have to say what you are and it's like right um white black asian alaskan i think pacific islander and native american and native american so and so so then you hit the native american one and then they want to know are you an islander are you this are you that i'm like who gives a shit i was born here in the united states that shouldn't even make a fucking difference like that kind of pissed me off because i'm like what do you what are you what are you questioning me for like my last Uh, name is garcia yeah latino okay it's that that do you need any more do you need any more like i I believe i believe it's for statistics state so that's bullshit um, i don't care they don't need to know that statistic i I agree but this is how we get to know that like right now uh in the united states a person of color and a woman are the highest ranking people who are buying firearms in this country right now 
Well, do you blame and, them with the shit going on in this room? No, I, I believe everyone should own a firearm. So for me, so for me, you're coming from you're coming from a totally different view. Um, I also believe every woman should own a firearm. Um, it, it's there's a reason it's called the great equalizer. Because mm-hmm. that's what it does. Um, it it levels the playing field if. If there mm-hmm. are several people trying to attack me, I have a firearm. If there's one man trying to attack a woman who generally, and we're going to generalize on this show, so don't, I don't want anyone getting their panties in a wad, but <laughs> men are generally stronger than women, right? Yes. Um, I, I like to tell people the greatest rape whistle in the world is a nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Whether you hit him or not doesn't matter. You whip a gun out and start shooting at somebody. They're changing their tune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're, they're leaving the area. So um, I think that's a, a, a very important thing for people to have. I, I believe that it, it's a tad much to have to wait 10 days. Um, there are other states where you don't have to. You can take the gun that day. Mm-hmm. Some states have a three-day waiting period. I just believe that if you're, I want to word this so we don't get in trouble. If, if you're under the assumption that someone from your life is following you around or threatening you, or you may be involved in some kind of domestic dispute, I don't think you should have to wait 10 days to um, make sure your life is lost. Um, it yeah. actually happened. And that was in another Jersey. thing. Do you have a. Yeah, they even said, like, do you do you have any. Um, um, shit, what's the restraining orders against you? Are you involved in any domestic disputes at the moment? Mm-hmm. The questions I was like, damn, is this what we've come to? And, yes. and does that even matter? To be honest with you, does that even matter? Because it's our constitutional right. To be able to own mm-hmm. a gun, as long as we're not institutionalizable, that's, you know, and we've we're not, you know, we're not losing our shit on a daily like we should be mm-hmm. able to own a gun. I agree. So I, I just was so frustrated with the questions and all the all the rigmarole I had to go through just to be told I could only get one gun. <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I just I, wanted to do this and be mm-hmm. done with it. I would never have to worry about it again, but mm-hmm. that's not the case. I'm going to have to go back to that place and stand in line and wait a couple hours to be seen for at least four times. Um, Probably not as much when you go to pick it up. Um, I will tell you if it's the same place that I have purchased firearms from before which it probably is because there's not many in the Valley. There's only um, one. Well, there's several, but you, the one that you're probably, th- I know the one you're thinking of. I've purchased firearms from there before, actually. Um, when you go to pick it up, they will call you and they'll say, Hey, just so you know, Miss Garcia, your firearm is, is ready to be picked up. Um, and generally they'll say, Hey, we have this times to come pick up your weapon. which one would you choose and when you go in you can go in and they'll say you you'll walk in and go i'm here to pick up my firearm and they'll take you separately so you Mm. won't have to wait in line with a number and all that stuff generally um because it's more of like you have to sign a boatload of shit again so you have to sign your 
Yeah. Like not a boatload, but you, you'll have to sign like five or six signatures again on the on a release. It's not a big deal. You, you'll be out of there in probably less than 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. But it, yeah, it is. It was, it, it was pretty crazy. It, because I think the fallacy is that you just walk in and leave with a gun. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the media and how people are told because of every gun grabber in this country that wants to take firearms away from people. They just think that you walk in and they go, here you go, Miss Garcia. Here's 12 guns and you get to go home. And it's just not right? that easy. Well, it is you know? if you want rifles. If you want rifles, I guess there's no problem. And I think their rifles are like way worse than handguns. I don't know mm. why I think that, but I do. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of ridiculous that I couldn't. I could only get one firearm, one one hand cannon at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I don't think rifles are worse uh, per se. Um, uh, truly, I, I would rather, uh, I'm not a huge fan of shotguns for self-defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're bulky. They kick a lot. Um, yes. and, and I'll say this again, trying to be nice. Um, I, I don't like shooting them. My boy loves shooting them, but with a shotgun in the hands of, um, a small woman, the first shot to get to get that barrel back on site again is can be a problem mm-hmm. um, with a small rifle like an AR. Um, they barely kick. You can keep the barrel on target. Uh, it, it's a great self-defense rifle. And and a lot of people don't, you know, don't look at them like that because the stigma of the AR-15 is that it's uh, uh a weapon of war, which is nowhere near it Mm because my little brother was in war and he'll tell you that the AR 15 is (laughs) compared to a military rifle is a piece of shit. So, but um, I I do like shotguns. I, I would say they're, they're good self-defense. I just, I would rather not do it. I, they're just not fun to shoot for me. I don't, they're not, I don't care much for one, although I'm going to buy one. (laughs) I'm going to go buy one here shortly um, because I think every house should have a shotgun for other reasons. I think it's just Mm -hmm. a good. It's a good thing to have in the house. I hear you. So, yeah, so I did go through the whole, you know, I went through the test. I went through all the paperwork. I went through the fingerprinting. Mm -hmm. I went through purchasing all that I needed to do just to be able to purchase the, the gun and um yeah so now i'm i'm waiting so what would you say to people out there about when they tell you that it's super easy to get a gun it was a pain in the ass it really was (laughs) it it's so much documentation so much computer work so much testing so so many stupid questions and i i get the questions you know they're trying to weed out the the crazy i don't mm-hmm. think that asking questions is going to do that though i really don't no, like, I just but, don't but i will tell that. you that if you lie on it though it's a felony okay that's why that so part of the questions and i agree i think some of them are asinine to the point where you're just like are you kidding me but if you lie on that and the government comes back 
and finds that you lied on it, it's actually a felony, which it, our current president, his son, actually lied on it. And that's oh, part of the he reason he's, he's going to court. <laughs> yeah. So he also right. had a firearm and put it in a trash can at a school and left it there. Mm. This is the, our current president's son. Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that there's a lot to that, to, that people, the stigma is that you just walk in and they hand you a gun and you can do whatever you want with that it. That is not true. Yeah. And it's nowhere true. near true. Did you feel, you know um, mm-hmm. you know, what was Go. interesting? And I don't know if it's a sign of the times because what's going on in Israel, but I would say 80% of the people that were in there were Middle Eastern. Yeah, it's they, they said that that American Jewish people right now are buying firearms in droves. Like really? tons of them. Mm hmm. Because of all the um, I wouldn't say the, the ones that I saw in there were Jewish, though, which was interesting. It was just interesting to see who was in there buying them because it was not sure. who it was not who, you know, I was under the impression would be buying them. You know, it, it was redneck different. white people. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just talk about that. I did feel like that's what I was going to be seeing. There was two. There were two in there. Oh, yeah. But there's outside always of some that, white guy it, buying a gun not, in there. That was not the case, though, <laughs> which was interesting. No. I, I because I think that most and again, I, I hate to throw things on the media, but that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They give you this story of it's, you know, angry white folks buying guns and and look, I'm sure that most people who are armed in this country are a lot of white people, but we are a lot of the country. So mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense. But like I said, right now, for, first of all, females in general are the highest purchasing um, part of the gun community right now. Mm-hmm. And then of those women, uh, people of color. So. Uh, mostly African-American, but also Hispanic and Asian. So are huge right now. And, and I just think that that women are finally getting um, understanding that it's important to have something to stop someone. I've always believed in having guns. Uh, my father was was. Uh, a veteran or he is a veteran in in Vietnam and so we were definitely raised that that that's your your right to mm-hmm. to have a firearm and everything and he he definitely taught me not to fear very many things so to me it was like it made sense to have a firearm um but after seeing what happened in Israel where like they everybody on the on day one when it first happened the Hamas came in and just started killing in a in a neighborhood basically they just Mm -hmm. they just demolished a neighborhood before anybody could do anything and I thought to myself that's a reason to have one right there right there you know because that Mm -hmm. could happen anywhere not just here I realize that there's always been war out there I get that but that doesn't mean that it couldn't happen here at any given time. And 
you know, so be it. I may get stuck in a situation where I, where I might die, but it's not going to be because I wasn't prepared. And mm-hmm. that to me was why I felt like, and, and living in California, they're screwing with our gun laws so much that, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to get them for much longer. That's just my feeling. Cause people are just getting r- way too, um, I don't even know the word, just, just, they're doing their best to make every law to take a gun away from us. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, you know, I've I've known I have had family members, members that are criminals. I've had friends that were criminals to some degree. I've, I've known many different types of people over my lifetime. And I have to say that the laws only keep the people that should have guns from having them. Cause if you're a criminal, you don't give a shit if, if you have a permit for it or not, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't care how you got it or, or what you're going to do with it. Like you have what you want and that's that. Why would, why do we need more rules for good people when it's the good people that should be carrying? Cause that would level out the, the playing field of all this bullshit mm-hmm. that's going on in our world. The smashing grabs. I I'm sorry, but I'm at the point where, where, a, a person that owns a, a store, if somebody comes in and is trying to smash and take their stuff, they should get shot. Sorry. That's just the way I feel about it. Like I don't go around robbing from people. So I don't have to ever worry about somebody pulling a gun on me and, tr- and shooting me because I did something stupid. Cause I don't do that. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, I think that places where they have more guns for the general public seem to have less crime. Mm-hmm. And I I'm tired of seeing what I'm seeing in this world, especially here. Cause I'm born and raised. I'm, I don't know if I'm the 11th or the 12th generation that's born and raised here in, in Southern California. So I belong here. This is my place. This is where, you know, my people come from and I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing what what we as society have allowed the government to to stop us from defending. I think it's bullshit. So mm-hmm. and then, like I said, after seeing what happened in Israel, I was like, no, I'm going to go and get myself prepared for whatever. And if I go down without a with a fight, I go down with a fight. If I, you know, they catch me with my pants down, shame on me. But I don't think that's going to happen because. I will have what I need to take care of me and my Mm -hmm. family if they're around, you know. Correct. Or die Uh, trying. (laughs) See? see? (laughs) Yeah, I know Um, you carry. I I do. So I'll I'll give you a little uh, statistic that blew me away um, after after the Israel thing. So Israel had super high um, gun laws, like. Three mm-hmm. like percent, one basically. Three percent of that country was allowed to own guns. Um, and of course, after that, the day after that, the prime minister of that country just opened up the floodgates and was like, "Yeah, people can own guns now." Even but that's here, after the fact, look at all the people that died. No, no, I agree. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a statistic. How many? What do you think the percentage in this country is that people who own guns? I don't know, probably like 30%. 33. Hey, I was on it. You're on on point. I, I was a little shocked by that. I thought it would have been more. I um, would hope it would be more, but no. Yeah, I, I I think people need to 
to understand guns. I think it's, it, you know, uh, my son has been shooting since he was six years old. Um, and I'm sure that there's people right now that are listening and going, I can't believe you let a six year old shoot a gun. Um, I taught my son how to understand firearms, that they're not toys. We would, we would go out and we would shoot, uh, gallon jugs of water. Mm-hmm. And then I would go to him and show him what that jug looked like after you shoot it with something and would explain to him, this is what happens to people when they get shot. Right. Like you, you have to understand. And, and it's not a toy. You know, you don't, we don't play with guns. Guns are for two things, taking them to a range and shooting and then defending yourself. That's it. It's the only reason to take a firearm out ever. So. Mm-hmm. My son, it will be 21 in December and he's going to buy a firearm because he wants to have a um, handgun. Um, I bought him a rifle when he was 16. Um, I will now transfer that over to him when he turns 21. It's because I want him to be able to leave my house and have firearms wherever he goes because he also has that right to defend himself. Hmm. I, I think it's very important that people learn guns. And if you're going to have them, you should go and shoot them as often as you can. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm very big on the the training aspect and learning your firearm and knowing how to break it down and lots of other things. And now we have YouTube where you can you can learn how to take your firearm apart by watching YouTube. So there's no, there's no reason to not understand your gun. And my thing is, this is any, anytime someone hands me a gun, I drop the magazine and I clear the chamber. Even if I just watch that person do it, because it's just, it's a, an extra two seconds of your life to make sure that you don't end someone else's. Um, Yeah. That was, that was something that happened. You do. That was something that I noticed today. Like for me, there were so many people around when I went to buy these guns and they're like, oh, take a look at them. And I was like, mm-hmm. I took a look. I, I felt how it was. And then I put it back down and she's like, do you want to know any more? And I'm like, no, I'm going to I'm going to go and take this gun when I get it. And I'm going to go and see my friend who's a firearm instructor. And I'm going to mm-hmm. go have some lessons with with mm-hmm. him and his company or whatever. And then I will be okay to be holding this gun with all these freaking people. Cause that was another thing. I, I didn't want everybody. They were like right next to me seeing what I was buying. Look at it. Every, it, mm-hmm. it made me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable to be holding a gun with that many people around. And you know, you're, you're trying to, to look at things and, and do business and check it out. It was almost like me with my, with my trike. I didn't really, uh, I didn't get a test drive it. I just bought it. Well, it was kind of the same thing with the guns. Right. So I, uh, once I get out and I'm away from people and somebody could really instruct me on what to do and, and have me do it correctly and proficiently, then I won't be so nervous about it. But well, yeah, I'll, that, I'll have to come out. I'll have today. to come out. Cool. There's a there's, there's a place in Van Nuys. Yes. Right over by the airport. Mm hmm. There's so also a lot like in the canyons if you want to do outside shooting, which yeah. I like to do as well, because I don't like to be 
where there's a lot of people and and I kind of don't like where everybody's right next to each other. I kind of right. need a little space. I, I like both. And that's um, just me. Outside shooting is, is really fun. It is. Uh, I, I love outside shooting and and it's just better on your ears. There's, you know, it's yes. that less of that echoing inside. Um, but I, I also like just going to the range and and popping off some rounds. So um, I I do my best to go once a month at, on really? the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, I mean, I, I, I have a CCW. So to me, I just feel that if you're going to have a carry permit, that you should be diligent and go and shoot. So that's my next step. I do want to try mm-hmm. to get a concealed carry permit. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, we'll see what happens next because i don't know i'm just having you know i'm getting older i'm not as strong as i used to be it seems like the world is changing a little bit i Mm -hmm. just want to be a little more prepared not that i'm scared i'm not um no but i I just don't want to be stupid about things yeah i i i think the misconception too of people who carry firearms daily is that we're scared of something Mm -hmm. and i'm not scared of anything I'm I'm just being proactive to a situation that might get out of hand. See, and I'm just um, scared of not being prepared. Correct. Oh, well, I think that that's part of it before you have one. But once mm-hmm. you have it, I look at it from the form of I just want to be ready for any situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a guy who's a trainer up in Oregon, and I'd have to get his name. But he said one of the greatest things in the world, because people are. um Owning a firearm, you're more likely to be killed by your own gun is is one of the other statistics that people say, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people hesitate. Right. So and if you pull your firearm out and you're pointing it at somebody and you're telling them to stop and stop and stop, people just won't pull the trigger because they're afraid. Right. <laughs> uh, in my case, I would pull the trigger. Uh, but I know I've, if you're going to carry a firearm, I think that's the other thing, too, is you you have to have the. Um, the idea that you may have to use it, right? Yes, there. Um, that's this, definitely part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, th- this one guy uh, that I'm telling you about, he has a YouTube channel. I'll, I'll have to send you some stuff and I'll put his name in the uh, in the. Uh, thing for the show yeah but he says something he goes he goes yes just so everyone knows i i may be killed with my own firearm but the guy's gonna have to beat me to death with it because i will rain down every bullet i have for him to get over to me right and i think that is kind of a thing that like you have to understand that your life is worth everything to you and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate look I, I don't want to kill anyone ever um everyone i know who has done it in military and or police duty is not okay mm-hmm. it, it's there's there's repercussions that come with that um yes. uh, if you do end up carrying i also have carry insurance so if something happens, I call them and they send a lawyer. <laughs> so that's good to have. Yes, it, it's a must if you're going to carry. And here's the thing. The good part about that insurance is that 
you can get it. Even if you don't have a CCW, you can use that. And if something happens in your house, it's the same thing. So mm-hmm. I would tell anyone who has a gun at home that you get this insurance, whether you're Is carrying outside. Um, I think I pay 33 bucks a month. Okay. So um, I'm pretty sure it may be 39, something like that. But it, to me, I would give up, you know, an extra meal to make sure that I'm covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called the USCCA, I think is, is what it's called. Um, it, but it, it's one of those things that I think, again, going to the people who are listening, that the misconception that it's easy to get a gun. Because it's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the states it where there's not. no waiting period, you know, you, you still have to go through a background check. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watch a lot of things on YouTube and all these people are like, you know, it's, you, you know, we need to have universal background checks. Uh, we already have them. And people go, well, no, no, because people, yes, you cannot buy a firearm in this country from a dealer without a background check. Period. Mm-hmm. There's, and you, and you cannot argue that because if you argue it and don't look up how to do it or go, Try to get one. You're, no, you're fooling me, yourself. You have to do it. Yeah, it's um. I I think people out there need to really look at the world. Um, but like I said, if you're going to get a firearm, you have to understand that it for for one, it it can kill people in your own house. Yes. Secondly, if you're going to have one, you cannot be afraid to use it. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're just going to hurt yourself. Um, exactly. But I think that people in this country need to go out and train. And really, if you get a firearm, don't let it get dust on it. Actually go and, you know, go and, and put some rounds through it. Secondly, if you've ever gone shooting, and I don't know if you've gone shooting in a while, it's therapeutic. It's all hell. <laughs> I, I get so much tension out when after i go yeah, shooting the it's great rush really really does something yeah. to the nervous system yeah well and then i think as you shoot it more it becomes competitive with yourself yeah. you become you become where you're like okay i can hit it at 15 feet i want to do this this exact same thing at 20 and then at 25 and then at 30 you know there's you start um competing with yourself challenging and heaven, yourself yeah and then heaven forbid you go with somebody who also is competitive because then you're being competitive with each other and it's even more fun mm-hmm. <laughs> so and then when you leave you feel okay you look at your targets you're like okay i did here my my groupings are good i felt comfortable and you you're less likely to wait for the bang and, and for the people who are gun people you know like that's the one thing, the anticipation of the gun going off. And that's why you generally don't shoot well, because you're anticipating that bang um, mm-hmm. instead of just breathing and pulling the trigger easily. And 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 again, that's something that comes with shooting more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah, glad you absolutely. went out and got something. It's uh, you know, it's people do need to know that it's not easy. I, I wish more people yeah. I tell people just go and and go take the test 
and then do a background check and tell me it's easy mm-hmm. because it's not. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, I do have a firearm already. There mm-hmm. was just it wasn't what I would have picked for myself. It was when I was married to my ex mm-hmm. and he said this would be good for you. This, you know, and we're going to get this. And I said, OK, now it's like this is something that I always wanted. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so I got it. And, you know, it's funny because I, I thought I wanted a smaller handgun because of mm-hmm. being a woman and everything. But the smaller they are, the harder they are to hit a target if you're target shooting it's more like the smaller it is the closer they need to be to you to shoot like um, well and and they also kick more because the smaller the barrel yeah um it's coming out of the barrel sooner so you're getting that burst of energy much quicker the bigger the gun the easier it shoots yes so so both of the guns that i chose were bigger Mm -hmm. than what i initially wanted but i have big hands i I'm not a small person. And, and I realized that the, the bigger grip that it had, the more stable it felt in my hand. So I did go bigger than what I thought I would, which is, it makes sense to me because, you know, if you knew me, I'm not small in any way, shape or form. So there's that. (laughs) I'm not a dainty little girl. (laughs) I'm not dainty either. Yeah. Right. So when I was, you know, looking at the guns, I'm like, I don't know if I like this one. And I don't know if mm-hmm. I like that one, but I like this one and I like this one. Sure. So. Yeah. So they were just a little bit bigger, not much bigger, but they did fit in my hand way better. I felt like they were more balanced. I felt more um, secure with them in my hand. So I went a little bigger. That is the one thing that um, out of all the things that I watch on YouTube, because I watch a lot of gun things and. And the one thing that across the board, whether it's a female gun person or a male gun person that are doing the videos always, and I'm talking 99.9% of the time say, do not buy a gun for your significant other. Take them yeah. and let them pick because it is how it feels in your hand. And, and one small thing will bug you. So I have shot lots of different guns. So I've shot a full size gun. Then there's a the one below it, which is generally called a a compact. And then there would Mm -hmm. be a subcompact, which is the smallest one. Um, Mm -hmm. The smaller guns just don't fit well in my hands because. No, they didn't. They really don't. Yeah. The lower. I mean, they're meant to be concealed. So to Mm -hmm. be fair, I, I understand why they're so small. And like you said, it's the handle. It's the actual handle of the firearm. The balance I pref- of it. Right. I prefer a compact, which is the middle gun. Um, it generally has a big enough grip for me, but has a short barrel. So if you're concealing it, it is much better and doesn't hit you in the ding ding. Well, luckily, for, I don't have a ding ding. Right. So we're good for those that, who yeah. for those who have one, <laughs> um, it can it can be bothersome mm. if you carry right there. Um, gotcha. But I, I love shooting a full size because it just it's gr- a great way of doing it. So now, yeah. um, lo- you know, lots of gun manufacturers are doing a lot of different things where they'll have a full size lower part of the gun, but with a compact slide, 
which is a smaller slide, but a bigger handle. So mm-hmm. things are definitely changing in the firearm industry, but it's, um, it's good. Uh, it's, I'm glad you went and, and got a gun. Cause you know, I'm a big gun proponent and I tell all my friends and I've taken, um, most of my female friends to gun ranges that were either, I wouldn't say anti-gun just, you know, Oh, you know, you know, right. uh, they, they weren't They're like women. take guns away, <laughs> but, but they were like, Oh, I don't know if I should have one. And almost all of them left there going, Oh yeah, I need to get a gun. Yeah. And just because it was fun to shoot. And I was like, yeah. And I press, I have a friend in Santa Clarita who I haven't talked to in a little bit, um, but I need to rattle her cage. Um, every time I used to generally talk to her, I go, have you went and taken the test yet? Have you went and taken the test yet? Because that's the first thing you got to do regardless. So you can take the test mm-hmm. whenever you want. Just go take the test. Um, my friend down the street um, is a, a proponent of firearms. My friend in North Carolina, as soon as she moved over there, she bought a firearm because she lived alone. She lives alone with her daughter. So she wanted to have something to protect them. And which is really great because um, I took her and her daughter shooting and her daughter's like, <laughs> just you know, there's some people that just pick up a gun and can shoot it. And her daughter is like really mm-hmm. good at it. So we went to a range and she was shooting and even she leaned over to me and she's like, really? This is like her second time. And she's like, I go, yeah, some people just pick it up and go. My kid, yeah. my kid, don't break in our house. It, it would <laughs> not be good for you. He's. So. He's deadly with a shotgun, deadly. Um, wow. And and with a rifle, he's he can go. So it, it's it's fun, and I you know I think it's both sides of it. People need to understand that it's a great thing to have in your house for defense. Teach your kids from when they're very small; they're not toys. Teach them how to use it. It may save their life. And on Absolutely. the flip side, and on the flip side of that, it's just fun to go shoot. You know. Get that adrenaline out. When you leave, you're going to feel loosey goosey. Empowered. And and empowered. That's the best part in being Mm -hmm. empowered and knowing that you can protect yourself. And I don't care if you're female or male. You have the right to defend yourself and please people. Even if you don't ever use it. You know, my dad, when we were growing up, I knew he had one and it was well hidden and we, we never knew where it was. He had it for years and never used it. But if he Mm. were to need it, he knew exactly where to get it. He knew exactly what to do. And I always thought, you know, you, you have it so you don't use it. You have it so you don't need it. You know what I mean? You have it so that God forbid any day, any time you got yourself handled and and I'm okay yes. with that. It's it's insurance for your life. Mm-hmm. And we have lots of things in our house like that. Not I mean, why do people buy rice cookers? Because mm-hmm. every blue moon, you want to make good rice. And and, you know, you might have a rice cooker or a steamer. Some people never steam vegetables, but I have a steamer. I don't use it very often, but when I do, I want steamed vegetables. I want the same thing with a firearm. If I need it, mm-hmm. I want to be able to roll over, take it off my, you know, my side of my bed and go to work. Right. And and I think that's what's important. And 
again, just teach your children. I, I think that that's another big thing in this country that's wrong is that we vilify guns like, you know, don't touch it. Don't uh, stop. Teach them that it's not a toy. Teach them how to fire it. Show them what it does. Teach them how to have common sense. God, dang. Yeah. and you People know that we used to do that. Kids, I'm telling you. If you look at old pictures, there's pictures in in elementary school of them showing people how to use a rifle, because in some of those towns in the South, you know, you learned how to hunt very, very young. Mm -hmm. It's no different than when I was younger. um, I was taught how to use a bow and arrow. And, And I shot the hell out of that thing. And and shot and shot and shot till I was very good at that, too. Yeah. And and. You know, my dad and mom both said, well, the more you know, the, the safer you're going to be. And, and let me tell you, bow and arrows are absolutely deadly. deadly. Absolutely. <laughs> deadly. And I was very so, good at the bow and arrow. And, and again, that's a self-defense thing. It really is. You, mm-hmm. you can go to work on that. And here's the other side of that. If the world would ever go to shit, and I mean like complete shit, you know, Knowing how to use a firearm to hunt is important because mm-hmm. it's not easy to shoot animals. People think that it's easy and it's not, you know, and I don't, I'm not a hunter and I'm not one for shooting game um, unless you're going to eat it. But mm-hmm. um, it, if things did go sideways, you have to be able to, you know, hunt food and, and go out on your own and defend yourself in a world of, turmoil look at israel look at the ukraine look at a lot of countries that have very very tight gun laws until they get raided and then the mm-hmm. next thing they do is they're handing out rifles to everybody but by then you know, how many lives were lost well exactly we're lucky we have a second amendment mm-hmm. most countries on this planet don't look at canada but they're really they're really squashing the second amendment by the rules that they're making about guns, especially in California. And I'm really disappointed in that because our whole way of, of living in this world starts with the constitution. Mm -hmm. So we really should be, instead of, of um, putting more restrictions on that, we really need to start following it better. Mm, I agree. I mean, look, uh, laws against guns only, help criminals and take yep. the rights away from law abiding citizens. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this week. I'm really glad that you could come on and, and really tell people that it's not as easy as they think. And it wasn't easy. It was a lot of work. It was, it was an ordeal. And that's the, the person that went, went with me said, wow, that was an ordeal and, and had nothing to do with it. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of, um, it was kind of a, a, a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. But a pain in the ass, it's worth it. But I'm, I, I, like yes. I said, I think a lot of people just don't understand. And, and I, I tell people, even if you don't want to buy one, go, go sign up and see how easy it is. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll change your mind every time you'll give up. You'll go, Nope, I don't want to do this anymore because <laughs> yeah. it's so much shit to get in. It is. All righty. Uh, make sure to check out our socials and make sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google, all that fun stuff, wherever you listen to podcasts and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
Twitter, soon to be the others. Anything else you'd like to say on this fine day, Miss Tina? Uh, no, but if you're thinking about get a firearm, do it now. Now's a good time. Yes. Now is a great time. Now is a good time. And uh, yeah, it's an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday to listen to these great conversations that we're having. <laughs> Until next week, that's my co-host Tina over there. And I'm Rob. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya.